You're listening to Paranormal Portal on Revolver Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Paranormal Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Thomas. Really thrilled that you're here with us. Thank you so much for listening to us and tuning in every week for new episodes. Uh, Hope all is good in your world. And remember, if you've got something paranormal going on in your world and you'd like to come on the podcast and tell Don and I about it, then we'd love to have you. So please email us at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. Again, paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. But I am sitting here with my good friend and co-host, Mr. Don Longbeard. Ah, thank you for having me on again. It's been a while since we've done this. <laughs> you say I'm having you on. You're actually part of the show, Don. <laughs> oh, not, yeah, just, uh, it's been a long time since we've sat down and done this kind of thing. So let's do this. Yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great show lined up for you tonight. We're going to go into the Ouija board. It's one that we've had requested uh, from listeners out there. So uh, sorry it took so long, but we're getting to it now. So I hope you all are ready because we're going in. So, Don, the Ouija board. Uh, you love those things, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love them like, you know, I don't know, a shot in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I know. So here's the thing, though. And and I know, ladies and gentlemen, Ouija boards, they got a pretty solid reputation for being a really bad option or choice. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and, but I think that's I think that's honestly because there's there's a technique to this kind of thing. Now... I know that people have had real horror stories from using Ouija boards. Like it's, it's something that many people 
have come back to say, look, I touched these things, I messed with it, and now something's following me, now my dishes are moving, and I can't find my car keys anymore, and my dog won't go in the bathroom, or what, you know, whatever. <laughs> a dog avoids certain parts of the house. And, and there's a lot of those stories out there, but here's, here's the thing. Um, you know, right off the bat, people have, have an assumption that it's just an evil thing. Would you say that it is too, Don? Uh, you know what? I think um, I think I I, I know, and I know what you're going to say. It's it's just a tool, right? <laughs> but it's an open ended tool. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's like one of those. Um. It's it's that that thing that is a useful tool. However, if if it's used by a useful tool, it it'll be <laughs> it'll turn out not so great. If a tool is using a useful tool, then you're. <laughs> It's not a very useful tool. No. So, but here's, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And here's my opinion on the thing. So um, in and of itself, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, not even uh, cardboard. It's like some kind of pressed cardboard composites. And, the, and on top of that is, of course, the familiar design that everybody uh, knows and can recognize. And along with a little plastic pointer that you, you know, you put your hands on. And I think everybody pretty much knows what a Ouija board is and how they're used. Um, spirit board, witch board, there's lots of different names for these, uh, for these things. But in fact, I think the, the name Ouija is probably trademarked. Probably. But um, the point is, is that it's, it's, it's a tool that people utilize to try to reach out to the, to the deceased, to the people that have passed, passed on or to the spirit world, I guess. Because in some cases, they're looking to talk to angels or they're looking to talk to other things, whatever those other things may be. Now, the thing with, with this, this uh, tool is, is that it is just that. Right out of the box, it's about as dangerous as a, a placemat for your, for your uh, dining room table. <laughs> a rubber band. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just, it's just a piece of material that has a design on it. And that in and of itself doesn't make it good, evil, or otherwise. It's just a design. Now, the point at which they can become a problem is when they're used or misused. Uh, and by that, um, of course, the instructions that are included with these things are like, hey, get your friends together and talk to grandpa. You know, <laughs> 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 See where he buried his uh, cash you know, or whatever. Um, I'm being tongue-in-cheek, of course. But the point is, is that the instructions that come with it are, are real they're just really elementary and they really don't address how to how the the proper technique for communicating with uh the other side mm-hmm. um whatever that may mean um and this this show isn't going to be a how to or anything but it's just i'm just talking about the shortcomings that people have with their understanding of this kind of uh divination tool right so it it's it's a it, you sit down, you put your hands on it, and one of the first things that happens is somebody goes, is there anybody there that wants to talk? Well, there's, there's mistake number one, first of all. <laughs> what, what it becomes, essentially, when it's utilized in this manner, even if you go, uh, you know, Uncle, Uncle Ray, are you there? You know, uh, you're trying to specifically talk to somebody. You really don't know if you're connecting with something, what it is, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just assuming that because you said uncle Ray, well then uncle Ray's going to come through. Well, that's not exactly right. Um, I think that the proper use of these things starts with, uh, a good understanding of, of the process of spiritual communication. Nobody just sits down and goes, 
uh, you know, or meditates or whatever and says, Uncle Ray, are you there? Uh, they prep for it. Uh, many practices, esoteric practices, speak of setting the stage, you know, setting your, your atmosphere. So there's, there's things that should happen to prepare a place to conduct these kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, quote unquote, tuning your environment for, you know, what you're going to be doing. And it should include things such as protections mm -hmm. against negative energies and ways to protect against negative energies. And we're not going to get into specifics because quite honestly, I don't want that responsibility. Oh, no. yeah. uh, oh I listen to you and then we got a demon, you know, I don't want that kind of thing happening. Um, I'll just say that there are specific practices that are utilized in trying to communicate with the spirits. Um, and you know, most, most of the mediums and stuff have been through, you know, a long time generational sometimes, uh, of learning and, uh, understanding these quote unquote gifts. So what happens with the Ouija board is, is it turns into a blind channel and I've heard people say, well, it's not really that different than doing EVPs and stuff or, you know, or using an EMF detector for communication and stuff. And I would disagree with that because I think that by virtue of you placing your hands on something and saying, is there anything here that wants to talk? Could you come through? You are volunteering your connection and your energy right. to whatever it is that might be there to come through you and, mm -hmm. and interact with that board. So you are the key in that circuit. The conduit. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a blind request and people are putting it out there. And so something comes through. You don't know what it is, but you just gave it a green light <laughs> to come right through you and interact with the board. Now, I'm not saying that the spirits don't or do move the piece by themselves. I suspect it probably has more to do with some kind of subconscious manipulation. Sure. Uh, the spirit may subconsciously be, be manipulating some, some muscle groups in you, helping to move it, and you're not physically aware that that's happening. It could be more um, like a telekinetic or psychokinetic thing, but I, I really believe it's probably working through you to make that connection. So you've already got a direct interaction with the spirit coming through you to move this thing over to answers on the board. <laughs> and so that's the big problem. And that's why protection is so important because you have to safeguard yourself. You've got to safeguard your environment and you've got to safeguard other people that are there with you. Um, and so there, therein lies the problem. And then at the end, uh, I think that a lot of people don't understand how to stop the session. Mm -hmm. That's the other big thing is that, in the instructions, make sure you say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And if the planchette moves over goodbye, then the session is over. And that's, honest to God, you're not closing anything that way. Because you've created this, this, this you know, portal, for lack of a better term. Uh, and you're not closing it by dragging a piece of plastic over goodbye. Right. That's not how it works. You have to spiritually close it. You've got to do it through... Prayers, mantras, symbols, uh, you know, mediums such as sage or, you know, holy water or whatever. And it doesn't matter that you, you observe Christian practices or, uh, you know, Hindu, Muslim, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, or, or esoteric and Wiccan or whatever. The, the point is, is that you have, to, you have to close that in a very intentional way, and it can be through prayer, it can be through, uh, you know, uh, sage and sweetgrass, it can be through any number of things um, that could do it, but my point is, is that it has to be very intentionally closed, and closed in a spiritual manner, mm -hmm. not in dragging a piece of plastic over goodbye, so... 
Therein lies the problems, uh, at least superficially, with things like a Ouija board, in my opinion. Um, and I think that that's where people end up with problems is they drag the plastic over goodbye and then they just go and make a sandwich. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at a meme that says Kiwi people put anything in a sandwich. <laughs> it just happens to be, but yeah. you're absolutely right. They just, they don't even think about it any longer. They're like, Oh, I said goodbye. And yeah. uh, I, I pushed the planchette over goodbye and, and that's it. Or, you know, some of so while we said goodbye, we mm-hmm. didn't do anything else. We just said goodbye and went and made a sandwich, right? you know? And so it's, it's really um, disturbing. It is, and that's where I think people run into problems, and that's where they end up with things hanging on. Now, in, in paranormal investigating, for, for instance, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that's another, another situation where a lot of people aren't really clear that when you do paranormal investigating, I think, in my opinion, this is my opinion, but you prepare yourself to do it. And you can do that through prayer. You can do that through meditating. You can do that through smudging. You can do that through any number of ways, and then you go do it. Now, at the end of that, when you're before you go back to your home, before you even leave that place, you have to end it. Mm-hmm. And you end it by prayer. You end it by smudging. You end it by, you know, making very, very stern statements that you are not allowed to follow me home. You're not allowed to leave this place. You cannot come with me. You have to remain. And et cetera, et cetera, holy water, whatever. And that should close it and cause something not to hang on to you. Mm. And, you know, and, and that's the way it should be. That's, that's what I think is important in those situations. So, again, it has everything to do with opening correctly, mm-hmm. with utilizing it correctly, with closing it correctly. And, uh, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, uh, it's not just for slumber parties and stuff. <laughs> I don't think, you know, that I think the age requirement on those things is eight and up or something. Yeah. I, got, I got the box around here somewhere. You can, but You can buy one pink yeah. in pink, too. <laughs> I know. The other thing is, is that some people have the idea, well, I don't, I don't have that. My, mine's an angel board. Right. Well, I don't think just because it's got stickers of angels on it, suddenly it's, it's anything other than, a, than just any other board. Right. The, stickler, the stickers and symbols that are printed on there from a factory are you know, not creating a, a tuning. And you're not attuning it for a, for a use. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you can attune these things for a use, like perhaps if you, you know, worked on it and, and uh, you could maybe make it tuned to more angelic energies or, or you know, different kinds of energies. Uh, and I'm not going to go into any specifics on that. But um, just because you buy, uh, let's say you buy a Barbie <laughs> Ouija board, that doesn't mean you're going to be channeling Barbie. It's yeah. just, you know, whatever's around is going to be what comes through uh, unless it's tuned and attuned and you're attuned to a certain a certain manner of communication. So I'm just putting those things on the table. Those are the shortcomings I see in it. Um, another thing that I think people are very mistaken about, and this one you hear all the time, Don, and, and tell me if you've heard this one. Well, we didn't have a Ouija board, so we just made one. Which is which is even we which is even more powerful <laughs> yeah, in exactly. the idea that you actually put your energy into making the board. Mm-hmm. And so yes, it's attuned. And it has a lot more energy than just you guys putting your fingers on the planchette and letting it drag you around. Right. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, now you've, now you've actually tuned a tool mm-hmm. to you. And then in, instead of having just that blank blind channel, now you have something that's a part of you. Mm-hmm. So you just put yourself onto that board and now it's even harder to close. 
Right. Well, it, it is. And the point is, is that, you know, just because you grab a pizza box top and you write an alphabet on there and stuff <laughs> does not mean that it's just a cheap second. Mm-hmm. Actually, in esoteric practices, magical practices, ritualistic practices, they don't, it's not like Harry Potter, like go to Ollivander's and buy a wand. Right. You know, the best, the best tools for use in those kind of, uh, those kind of pursuits are the ones you make mm-hmm. because anything about, uh, these magical practices is about attuning things and, and aligning them to you. So by virtue, as Don just mentioned, by virtue of making a Ouija board, you are creating a tuning. You are creating a, a, a device that is absolutely tuned to you and to your intention. Um, so, you know, it's been designed specifically for contact. And I would, I would wager that more people have had incredibly profound experiences by using homemade ones than we'll ever get from the store-bought version. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything you make has your power in it. People. Right. Yes. You know, even if it's, you know, just, you know, you know, a painting, just like, you know, stick figures, you know, mm-hmm. it's got a bit of you in there. So, yeah, you've got to remember those things. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So the homemade ones are, in my opinion, are more potent and you're more likely to have a success than just through a store-bought version. Um, so, and before any, any kind of practice like that, it's the big thing is attuning it to you right. and attuning you to it. But if you've made it, you already took care of that. You're done. It. <laughs> you're already a step beyond. Yeah. You're way further down the line. Um, so keep that in mind that that's not a, uh, a poor substitute. That's actually a potent, uh, creation. So. Anyway, those are the those are the big things in the nutshell that I wanted to put out there first, and this is by request that we cover Ouija boards. So I thought the best way to start is by you know putting out putting it out with our you know our, our little warnings and and uh, <laughs> provisos and yeah <laughs> exactly because I I don't think I don't think people understand. Uh, this kind of thing. And, and it's just my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, all of this is just my opinion. Right. I'm not claiming to be a Ouija board expert or, you know, spirit board, witch board, whatever expert, but these are the things that occur to me. And I think that you know, always with anything, when you're doing communication with the other side, use a, use a fair bit of caution. Right. Uh, I will say that maybe, maybe 70, 80% of the time, absolutely nothing's going to happen, you know? And, but then in that you know, 20, 30% of the time, if you've, if you've done things correctly, something does happen. You have to be prepared for it. It so. only takes one accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, my, my opinion, as I, I mentioned earlier, is that you're creating a portal. Right. You are creating an opening. You should never open a portal that you don't know how to close. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's not in the instructions. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to find that on the box. (laughs) How do I close that portal? I really am tired of demons coming through. (laughs) So anyway, just my two cents on that. Hopefully that helps somebody out there. And I hope that makes sense. Um, But anyway, Don and I are going to talk about some of this, some of these experiences that people have had with these, with these tools. And uh, we're going to go into that. Do you want to start out, Don? Uh, You know, I got a, I got a couple. Let's see here. Um, These aren't too long, but uh, This one says, in high school, a couple friends, my friend's mom and myself, were talking about a local building being haunted. Soil conditioners that sell dirt, bark, and other landscaping goods rumored to be the location of a murder years before. Mm -hmm. The mom worked there, so we decided to break out the board and give it a shot. 
I'd never used one before, so I was skeptical from the jump. The place is essentially a large warehouse with tall metal racks, think Costco or Home Depot, uh, stacked with bags of dirt, manure, bark, and other large uh, ceramic flower pots. Mm. The board was was a glow-in-the-dark board. Oh, oh nice. So we kept all the lights off. Once we got going, it started moving around, and I was freaking out already. We asked <laughs> if something was there to let us know, and there was a loud bang that seemed to come from the rafters on the other side of the warehouse. Every question that followed was met with a similar bang from a various location in the warehouse, sometimes close, sometimes far. The last question asked, was if it meant us harm, and the thingy already on the node did not move. Mm. The question was repeated and immediately followed by the closest noise yet. It seemed right on top of us. So we decided to get out. As we were rushing out, we flipped on our flashlights and saw one or two large pots fall from the racks and heard what we would later find to be a 40-pound bag of bark dropping to the ground. There was also a slow low grinding noise that when the friends returned the next day was a sledgehammer that had been dragged through the dirt covered cement floor standing upright in the air with drag marks but no footprints near i pretty much believe in ghosts now and sleep slept with the lights on for a week so there you go you know it's it's asking those open questions Mm -hmm. does anybody want to talk well, of course somebody wants to talk. If they've been dead for a while, they haven't probably talked to anybody but other spirits. Yeah. Or or who knows, maybe not even that. Now, I think that that one's that one's pretty wild. Uh another thing I would like to to point out is that I think it's important as well not to um lose contact with the planchette. Right. Um and and I think those those scare tactics are are part of people uh, of these these negative entities trying to get people to do that, mm-hmm. trying to get them to move away from the board to break contact because oh, um, you know perhaps by doing that you're breaking that channel and it's and it's no longer tied from you to a board you know it's tied from you to the environment um, so to speak interesting thought yeah I think it's important to make sure you stay con- contact with the board and everybody should and then close the session and then break contact. Um, I don't know. It's just me and that might be Hollywoodized version, but it does make sense. Um, there's, it's important to see it through to the end Mm -hmm. and make sure you get to the end and then close it, uh, in a proper fashion and then break contact and, uh, do, do whatever it is you're going to do. If it's run crying to the bathroom and, (laughs) or whatever, right? you know, you know, and often, you know, you turn on YouTube and you Google things like this, you know, and you see these people doing it. And then all of a sudden they start twitching. Everybody lets go of the planchette right? and somebody's, you know, twitching on the floor, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't know if that's really real. Right. You know, proviso there, you know, the, 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 you know, the warning, we don't know if it's actually real. However, I think you're right though, in the sense that you hold on to that planchette from beginning to end. And it seems like the first one who let go, who let goes of the planchette without a proper close is the one that always gets, you know, the worst of it, sure. you know, or sometimes is in, and you'll see this every now and then their hands will get stuck on it, quote unquote, mm-hmm. air quotes there, you know, they get stuck on there and everybody else lets go, but it's still stuck to their, you know, their fingers, the, this one person's fingers. And then all of a sudden they start twitching. Sure. So, you know, I mean, 
maybe it's, you know, first in last out, who knows, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of, it kind of seems to be that that's the way it's happened in some of these videos that we've seen and looked sure. at and, and, uh, so just don't be the last one to be holding the planchette if it's not properly closed. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to, to comment on that. And what occurs to me is I wonder if when everybody's connected and holding on and, and in contact with, uh, with this, that whatever it is, is right. being sh a shared channel. So okay. it's shared between the participants, but right. once people in shock start letting go, you know, the last person left connected, you know, could be, you know, targeted at mm. that point. Um, because it's no longer a shared connection through several people. It's just one connection. Right. I don't know. That's just a theory that occurred to me as we were talking, ladies and gentlemen, but it does seem curious. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. So don't go away. There'll be more of the portal in just a moment. Hey guys, Brent Thomas here of the Paranormal Portal Podcast. We just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the Paranormal Portal store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, stickers, mugs, you name it, you might find it over there. So head on over to teespring.com slash stores slash paranormal dash portal and you too can help fund the Paranormal Portal Podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for being a part of our Paranormal Portal family. everybody welcome back from our break hope you feel all broken no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i don't want you guys to feel broken i hope you guys are having a good time and enjoying the show um we're talking about ouija boards today and uh having a discussion about some of the some of the encounters that people have had with these things and they're kind of freaky uh it is kind of a, a bizarre thing now again a lot of people regard these things as just a toy mm -hmm. they're just a toy they're nothing, nothing to these things. They're just silly. But I, you know, I've, I've been doing this, Don and I have been doing this for years and we've covered thousands and thousands of stories. And if you think about it, and I say this quite a bit, but if you think about all the stories that you've heard about this stuff, if only 1% of them are true, mm -hmm. then it's still indicating an incredible uh, experience that somebody has had and terrifying experience in many of these cases. True. And so if only one of them is honest and true, then that's still uh, talking about some some incredible uh, phenomena that has happened that deserves to be explored. So that's what we're doing here on the show is exploring it to the best of our ability. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get a lot of answers here, but we're definitely going to give you a lot of ideas. <laughs> so uh, let me just read one quick, Don. Sure. And this one is uh, coming from Bustle.com, and it's 10 creepy Ouija board stories that'll make you lose sleep tonight. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I wasn't planning on sleeping anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what these are. 
It says, this one says, uh, sat around uh, with the girlfriend uh, and her friend one night, not taking anything too seriously, decided to whip out the Ouija board. <laughs> Bunch of tests and playing around for a bit when we thought we had a live one on the line. So we asked what time it was. There was no clock in the room, no watch, no LCD or on a VCR, nothing. Ran to the office to check. Uh, bang. Uh, back in the box. Oh, <laughs> oh, he says bang. It was dead on. When they asked the time and it said the time, it was absolutely accurate. Hmm. He said back in the box and we watched Care Bears for an hour. Uh, <laughs> I was 24 years old. So they asked for the time. And we're given the time. Now, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, is that for sure not just something subconscious? Well, no, but that is creepy. There's no clock around, and, and they you know, maybe had no idea how long they'd been at it. And just bang, back in the box, too, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's there again, ladies and gentlemen. They didn't close the session. They just threw it back in the box and called it a day. <laughs> no, again, I, you know, I don't mean to imply that just every time that happens, you're, you know, you're run, you're, you're letting something loose. But if, if you have, if it's actually working and doing something, you need to do more than just bang back in the box. It goes, <laughs> you better close it because now you have connected with something. Yeah. And you know, you've gotten confirmation that's, that something knew the time when there was no indication in the room of the time. So. I think that that's pretty powerful. Um, I, you know, I think at that point you better be really sure, like Don said, to, to close it because <laughs> yes. this is no longer just a, a happenstance kind of weirdness. Um, but anyway, let me read another one. Uh, and the, the funny thing in this article, it said, well, maybe someone just had a very accurate internal clock. Yeah. No, I will say that there's something to that. I mean, I've thought, oh, I wonder what time it is. And I'll say a time in my head and I'll look at a clock and be like, oh, you know, I'm literally within a minute of yeah, of the time. I do that a lot myself. Yeah. So, I mean, it is possible that somebody was able to just kind of uh, maybe subconsciously know the time and, and do that. And we don't mean to imply that every one of these is for sure a real spiritual contact, but <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It, it, here's the thing. If you believe it is, it just might be. Yeah. Well, and exactly. so, you know, but you should always approach it as it's always an open portal, whether something comes through or not. Right. And if you leave the door open, all kinds of cats can come in. <laughs> all right. Let me read just another one quick here. It says, beware the yard sale Ouija board. Ooh, oh, this, is a good, <laughs> this is a good point. We better talk about this on yeah. the other side of the story, too. It says, I bought one from a yard sale. Bad decision. My mom was so mad that I brought it into her house, and I kept it under the basement couch where I spent my free time. Well, anyway, my cell phone went missing in the basement. I used my sister's phone to call it since I knew I kept the sound on. Nothing. I checked under the couch cushions and everything. Nothing. Five minutes after I quit searching, I hear my phone ring. I heard it coming from the couch. Mm. I checked the couch cushions, and it's right on, in the spot where I just looked before. We used to hear footsteps walking outside of doors at night, too. Yeah, that's the other part. So here's the other part, ladies and gentlemen, is that it is possible, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying that I know this for sure, but it's possible that the board itself becomes the portal. Right. And uh, that the if there isn't a, por a portal that was left open, that the board is kind of the, the physical manifestation point for it. So if you bring a board that's been pre-used into your home... <laughs> You know, you could be bringing one of those portals with you. Right. 
And I think that that's, that's definitely something you should be aware of and be cautious of because um, <laughs> you might just be bringing a whole lot more than a board home. It's like bringing home a, a, a pantomime. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to kill it, just kill it with fire. You know, but there's something we always talk about too is if you go like antiquing or something. Yes. You know, or you go to that yard sale and you buy a little piece of decor, you know, a little ceramic clown or in right. this case the Ouija board. What do you do when you get a home, Brent? Well, I think that you, you definitely cleanse it. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I think you definitely cleanse it. And that's something that uh, you know, we talk about a lot on the show. And I think it's great advice. But mm-hmm. uh certainly more so when you're talking about something like this. Yes. That is that is designed to be a spirit board to communicate with spirits. Well, you know, again You don't know if that was owned by Aleister Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually come from Scotland recently. I got it from the yard sale at the Crowley Estate. It's the Crowley Estate. <laughs> oh, no, you don't mean Alistair, do you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So just be careful, ladies and gentlemen, uh, bringing things into your home, of course. Um, you the- know, with another idea, though, you know, did the previous people who owned it, did they close their last session That's properly? my point. They yeah. probably didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my whole point. Yeah, is that I I don't think this is common knowledge about uh, opening and closing sessions properly, um, but I think the sessions opening is the easiest part. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. the closing that's hard, <laughs> and uh, that's where it gets tricky. So, uh, but no, you're right. I think it's hey, we we moved it over goodbye. That was it. It's closed. But no, <laughs> now there is something to be said for the belief that that's closing it. Yeah. but um, that can help. That if you believe that it's closing it, it may it may assist or, or it may actually close it. But what if you get something really powerful on the line? Mm-hmm. You know, then then you've got to make sure to be really really super careful. So, all right, you got another one? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. What article are you working for? You know, uh, this is from Ka- uh, Castle of Chaos. Oh, okay. Um, dot com. Uh, it's a it's a blog. Um, this one's called "If You Play with Fire." So, played with a Ouija board several times many years ago. Got mainly dark and scary replies with names we didn't know. One claimed to be my uncle, though. We started to do it all the time, every day, with a homemade board. Ooh. A few weeks later, I was in a club, saw a friend I hadn't seen in maybe two years from across the room. He literally came running over to me with a strange look on his face. He said, I can't believe it's you. I have something strange to tell you. But you have to listen to me. Before I could answer, he went on. I went to see a reader. She told me that she had a message for a friend of mine, a woman. She said, your name. She told me to tell you to stop playing with the Ouija board because you're going to get burnt. Ooh. Does that make sense to you? I was speechless and really scared. I don't know if it was for real or how else it could have happened. But I sure as hell never touched one again. <laughs> so the ominous warning, you know, from wow. a friend who were, was your friend that you hadn't seen in a while. And then all of a sudden you walk in a club and bang, there they are. And they say, you got to stop because I, I was told this. Wow. Now, that's kind of ominous. That's way creepy. Uh, and that's one to definitely take seriously too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one thing if somebody says, you know, don't. Don't, uh, you know, throw sharp objects at the puppy. You know, well, <laughs> you don't want to, and I'm not encouraging bad treatment of animals. <laughs> it's just a stupid example that came into my head. But, right. but uh, you know, if somebody, somebody comes up to you out of the blue and tells you what you've been doing when they have no way to know. Right. And they've been told to warn you about it. <sighs> yeah, you definitely listen to it. Heed at that, that point. warning. 
Yeah, exactly. Definitely don't ignore those kind of warnings uh, because they don't happen often. But, you know, if they do, there's got to be something mm-hmm. pretty solid about it. All right, I got another one here. Uh, again, this is uh, coming from Bustle.com, and it's uh, it's called Nope, Nope, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole bag? Yeah, that's a whole bag. That's a box of Nope and a Ouija board box. <laughs> <laughs> On a trip back to the islands for my grandma's grandpa's funeral... Uh, a pregnant cousin of mine, my older brother and sister, and I decided to try to talk to our recently passed grandfather. Now, everyone in the back in the islands is very superstitious, so there are no Ouija boards available there. So we had to make one out of cardboard and a magnifying glass. Mm. You can see where this is going. We, we wait until the night after the funeral and head down to the beach behind our grandma's grandma's house and start summoning the spirits. All uh, all of us never really believed in spirits, so we started off just screwing around and asking if Elvis or Michael Jackson could speak to us. <laughs> but when we did finally ask for my grandpa, everything started feeling really crazy. The magnifying glass started to move, and it moved to the letters before my grandpa uh, came run my grandma came running down the hill yelling at us what have you done Uh-oh. what have you done and started hitting us none of us really thought anything of it until the next night my cousin had a miscarriage i'm not sure if it was just coincident or not but i don't screw around with ouija boards anymore wow oy 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 yeah I- <laughs> Yeah, that's terrible. It's hard to, you know, God, that's a that's hard because what if? Right. What if that was what caused the miscarriage? You know, I don't know. You know, it's tough because you, you, you can't know for sure. Right. But it's a hell of a coincidence. That is. And mm-hmm. how did she know what they had done? That's the weird part. She came running down there saying, "What have you done?" Mhm. Um Yeah, what what was the thing that alerted grandma? Yeah. To the fact that they were down on the beach, you know, trying to talk to grandpa. Yeah, that's really weird. That's mm. creepy. Yep. Creepy, creepy. So. Yeah. Okay, everybody. I think it's time we got to take a break. So don't go away and we'll be right back with more of the Paranormal Portal podcast in just a couple minutes. All right, everybody, and we're back, and we're back at it here on the Paranormal Portal Podcast. Buckle up. We're going in. So a girl bought an authentic Ouija board made out of maple straight from Salem. Ironically, she was very Catholic but loved her board. It and was a very interesting few nights in the dorm with it. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I think the second night we played with it, and it was going slow, not much movement, meh. I had my hand off the planchette because I still wasn't sure about the thing. Suddenly, suddenly it was like cold fingers grabbed into my shoulders ever so slightly, and this terrible feeling in the back of my mind just came to the surface. I looked to the board, and the planchette started moving in a demonic pattern. I think figure eights this time. I looked at the girl and said, I have a bad feeling about that. 
in time for her to realize what was happening. She stopped the movement and bid the spirit goodbye. In that moment, the icy grip loosened and all was well. Everyone was like, whoa. When the girl explained that the figure eight meant that something was trying to get out of the board. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the story. Um, So yeah, figure eights have been um, uh, linked with Pazuzu? Zozo. Zozo. Yep. Well, that, yeah, Zozo, that is believed to be uh, some kind of manifestation of Pazuzu. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, the figure eights are usually, when they come up, they're described as an incredibly aggressive figure eight movement. Or it can also be an arcing movement back and forth, too, but mm-hmm. most commonly with Zozo, which is, uh, just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who may not be aware, Zozo is a phenomenon that appears to happen with the Ouija board, or is at least reported to have happened, and, and uh, people experience uh, short-term possessions. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll go into spasms and seizures, they'll, you know, uh, go into laughing, crazy laughing fits, um, lights going on and off, doors opening and shutting, just a lot of crazy, crazy, uh, powerful behavior um, that isn't normally uh, happens with mm-hmm. spiritual uh, activity. Mm-hmm. Now, doors opening and shutting, sure, happens, but the possession part is the really scary part. Um, but it doesn't seem to be a long-term kind of possession from what I understand. It just seems to be some short-term possession, and, and right. that's, I mean, it doesn't matter how long something's in you. If it's in you, that's creepy. You know, so take it or leave it. But yeah, that's that's the Zozo phenomena. And uh, some people say that's a bunch of bunk uh, and other people are, you know, believe in it wholeheartedly. Um, I can only tell you that this is what I know about it. I don't know much more. And quite honestly, I would never want to meet him. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it doesn't sound like it'd be much fun. But anyway, it's a, it's a phenomena that does come up. And apparently you know when you've got Zozo on the line because... Most Ouija board sessions are real slow and, you know, the planchette moves, but it's a real gradual kind of pace. But apparently when Zozo comes through, the figure eight or infinity motion happens very fast, very quickly. People have a hard time keeping their hands on the planchette. And then um, they they also note that um, the letters are spelled out really quickly. The communication is very brisk and fast and the energy is in the rooms, apparently, changes like boom, like that. Very, very high, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty intense thing, whatever it is. But um, just putting it out there, that's definitely a part of the of the Ouija story. So that's that's a scary one. The Zozo stuff is plenty scary. But let's go to the next one that I got here, Don. Is that all right? Yeah, cool. All right, it says, I have a story. It happened to a group of guys that I knew. I was told by the, one of the guys of the group, and he was so spooked, He told his sister and me because it was really bothering him. And he didn't tell us everything, but still gave us the heebie-jeebies. So these guys are in a band, and they always went to one kid's house because he lived in in the boonies where they could play as loud as they wanted. The mom was gone for the weekend, so they have the place to themselves. One kid brought along a Ouija board. They screwed around with it trying to scare each other, but then... They kept playing, and they realized after a while that they all stopped, and it was doing the thing on its own. Supposedly, they talked to bad people. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. And it says, my friend's brother didn't want to talk about what was said, but he was scared. He said when they had enough, 
they tore it in half and threw the pieces in the creek nearby. The next day they found it, both pieces in front of the garage door. They freaked out and burned it in the pit. Sorry, no story of the interaction, but this still creeped me out. After talking with him, the brother went to church for a while with my family. Yeah, sometimes people will find Jesus after these kind of experiences for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, that's a great thing, I guess. You know, if it brings if it brings somebody to a better place spiritually, that's great. Right. But you know, I, I just you know, these these things are not toys. They are not toys. Hmm. All right, you got another one? Yeah. So I was reading this one as you were reading that. I'm like, okay, this isn't well, this one's cool. And it, it addresses a couple issues real quick. Uh-huh. It says, When I was in my first year of uni, we started playing with a homemade Ouija board. There were like five of us. We contacted some spirits whose name I'm glad to have forgotten. And as we were talking to it, the doorbell rang and one of my friends had to go as her dad was there to pick her up. Mm -hmm. We didn't close the session by saying goodbye to the spirit as we had no clue and just threw the paper away. Now the girl had to leave er, that left early, started acting strange and didn't hang out with the rest of us much. A few months after that, she told us she went to get a cleansing as she wasn't feeling like herself Mm -hmm. and told us that the moment she stepped in the door, the witch lady that was going to cleanse her totally freaked out and told her that she had a spirit with her and used the very same name that we had seen on the Ouija board many months before. Wow. My... Uh, She told my friend that the spirit was following her as we didn't close the session and attempted to cleanse her without any success. She tried to commit suicide about three times after this, dropped uni, and went to live somewhere else, so I've lost touch with her. So very interesting, and it really addresses a lot of those things we talked about. The homemade Ouija board, the breaking the uh, conduit with the planchette, throwing the paper away, not saying goodbye, and then having ending up with a, a um, an attachment mm-hmm. that somebody else, totally unrelated to the whole story, is telling you about. <laughs> so there you go. Yikes. Yikes. They are creepy things. They can be creepy things. I, you know, again, I, I'm, I don't think that they're inherently evil in and of themselves, but I, again, it gets down to correctly using them right, versus... Right. Really not knowing what you're doing. Well, you know, and you talked about you talked about how to prep your area, you know, prep your mind. Set your intent is what I always hear. Yeah. It's set your intent on what you want to accomplish mm-hmm. and how you want to go about it. You know, don't just, you know, Uncle Ray, is there anybody <laughs> here? Well, there might just be somebody here and you might not want to talk to him because it might be Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know what's, what could come through, exactly. but you have no control over it in those situations. So you may have an intention, but you may not be, you know, be actually talking to who you think you right. are. Um, this one is, uh, this one's a little bit longer, not too long, but it says, this happened when I was in the U.S. Marine Corps in 1991. It really freaked me out. I was living in a four-man room, sitting, reading a book, while two of my friends were playing a Ouija board. And one of them had set up an old cassette Walkman with speakers plugged into the headphone jack. The Phil Collins song, I Can Feel It, uh, was coming in in the air tonight, was playing. That's a great song, by the way. Uh, They 
They had been conser- conversing with a benign spirit when it suddenly spelled out, so it said, demon is coming. Immediately as it hit the G, the song slowed and slowed until it stopped, oh. which sounded like the devil incarnate. I leapt up and said, screw this, I'm leaving, and took off. And it freaks me out to this day, even though I'm pretty sure the batteries just died at a perfect time. <laughs> it's just the batteries, but oh my God. Oh, that'd be crazy. It just said the demon is coming, and then the batteries just go, wow. That's creepy. Wow. Very creepy. Um, I got another one here. This one's only like a sentence or two. Uh, it says, no one was standing close enough to touch them, is what this one's called. Once asked the spirit to prove that they were there, then suddenly my closet doors violently swung open, slamming loudly against the door frame. No one was standing close enough to touch them. Yeah, that's a pretty good sign that something could be there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, and, and, and what would you do at that moment when they hit the walls and they bang open? What is the first thing you're going to do? Clean up aisle three. Clean up aisle three. You're going to jump and lose contact with that planchette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you, here's uh, here's another reason you need to be ready is so you ha- are mentally ready for something like that to happen. Right. So you don't lose contact. Because I think you're right. I think that's an interesting point is losing contact with that planchette and breaking the conduit mm-hmm. before the close. I think that's I think that's very viable. Well, thanks. You know, and well, it occurs to me in a lot of esoteric practices, they talk about forming a circle. Right. And the importance uh, of maintaining that circle Mm -hmm. through the course of what you're doing. Right. And so I believe that's kind of the same vein with with a Ouija board is that Mm -hmm. this is... This is, uh, you know, quote unquote, a sacred connection of sorts. Right. Uh, and that by breaking that, you are allowing, um, you're, you have lost control at that point. Right. And uh, then whatever it is gains control, is my opinion, my, my you know, intuitive right. feeling on this. So hmm. pretty creepy, pretty, pretty creepy stuff. But that's, you know, who knows for sure. But I think it's, there's a, there's a reason that things like that happen. Uh, and I think it is just for that purpose to break the concentration uh-huh. to cause people to lose yeah. their connection. And, uh, yeah, that, I don't know, just feels, feels important to me. So all I can do is just tell you what feels important, but those are some experiences with the Ouija board, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, I, you know, I hope you've enjoyed this little venture into it. It's certainly, uh, a topic that we could discuss a lot more and will in future shows, but, we wanted to bring this to you and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any show suggestions that you'd like to hear on the Paranormal Portal, please let us know. Uh, and you can do that by emailing us again at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So, Don, anything in closing? Uh, just don't forget, you can get your Paranormal Portal gear at teespring.com slash stores slash paranormal dash portal. And uh, that's a great way to get uh, some uh, uh, gear to show your support of the show. Absolutely. So, everybody, that's what we got for you today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. And uh, follow us on our YouTube channel as well. Please like and subscribe to the videos over there. There's lots of material to choose from. There are 750, I think, episodes now. (laughs) We put them up so fast, I don't even know how many there are. 
I, it's <laughs> over. It's like 750, like literally, or 730 or something like that. Yeah, it's there's, getting up there. There's a lot of shows there, a lot of entertainment, hopefully, that you guys will find uh, incredibly important to your lives. But And please spread the word about the Paranormal Portal to people that you know are, that are into the paranormal as well. We uh, have been growing and uh, incredibly, and we have all of you guys to thank for that. Uh, we haven't ever spent a dime advertising this show at all. It's just been word of mouth and uh, referrals. And so thank you to all of you who have done that, have let people know about the show, and thank you to those of you who will. And uh, I guess all I got to say is I love you all. Be good, be kind, be nice, take care of each other. Help each other out. Find the magic in every day. And remember to laugh as much as you can. Take care, everybody. Good night. Or a good day. Oh. <laughs>